Hello, hashtag Verse TV family, and welcome. It's week 242. I didn't write it down there, so I almost didn't remember, but I got it. Yes, 242. Welcome, welcome, and love, and everything. Thank you all so very much. We are so happy to be here and just, uh, it's nothing but love. So let's go ahead and, oh, duh, I'm Aaron Mack. And yes, I think I said that, A-A-R-O-N-M-C-K. Yes. So for the first start off randomly generated question, we'll do two presses. If not, then four, then two. But I generally just go with the start. So have you ever, oh, stop it. Why do these random questions have to be so marvelous? Have you ever questioned your sexuality? <sighs> that's a deep question. Well, that's a deep subject. Have you ever had somebody make that a uh, pun? Well, that's a deep topic. I, I don't think it's that I've questioned it. I think it's that I wanted it to be different. So I, I was hoping that it could be something different and I was striving to make it something different, but that's not what the fates saw fit to do. So th th that's okay, that's okay, because I love me. And I actually, who, who is that? Haley Steinfeld, I think. I actually love that song, I love me. And you know what's so interesting though? Unfortunately, well not unfortunately, but it's such a powerful song with such a powerful chant to, uh, state you know i love may but she's talking about masturbation it's like okay cool but yeah i actually i take that side out of my mind and i just love what the song uh, represents without it being that and as far as questioning my sexuality again it's not that i've questioned it but I did want it to be something different. I tried. I've tried. Oh my gosh. Anybody who can go all the way back here with me, I love you forever. I try to say goodbye and I choke. I try to walk away and I stumble. Though I try to hide it, it's clear. My world crumbles when you are not near. You know, I. I, I'll say it, it's Macy Gray. And I remember when she first came out, she, she was doing something different and doing something that is different. And I am going to, how many minutes, seven? Yeah, I have enough time, really quickly. I remember my friend and I used to, in high school, talk about how 
she is the worst singer. Like, that is so awful. She sounds like she has 10 frogs in her throat, blah, blah, blah. As an adult now, looking back on it, I, I get it. You know, she was doing something different. You know, she had a sound that when you heard her voice on the radio, you knew it was her. I get it. I get it. From a um, production and promotion standpoint, that makes sense. I get it. So my song this week is none other than The Marvelous. My new song, my new-ish song this week is none other than September 2013, I'll just say 2013 song, Rootin' for My Baby, or Rooting for My Baby, by Miley Cyrus on her Bangers album. And that was, as far as... And I was talking to an Uber driver about this who's also like a 93 baby. I think Miley Cyrus is 93. And um, I was like, yeah, you know, I was so strongly team Miley Cyrus for that Bangers album. I did not like the single. I did not think um, that song was cute, the one that's like on MTV. She did the twerking. It's like, oh my gosh, it was so horrible. I'll just twerk. It's like, I, I, I didn't love that song. Um, whatever the other one was that she had the music video like the Brady Bunch. I didn't love that. But Everything else on that album, I love. That album is so good. And then she changed her sound very deliberately after that album. And I remember being very disappointed in that choice of going in that direction. And I was talking with the Uber driver about it, and I was like, yeah, I used to think that she was just like down for the cause with that sound of music and that was just her but now i see it wasn't her and it it was somebody else and whatever and the uber driver was like a fellow 93 baby he was like mm, no she was young we were young at that time and she's entitled to change and grow and i was like he shut me up. I was like, you know what? That's right. You're right. You, you know, she was young at that time. Y'all were young at that time. And you have a right to grow and evolve. And I love her song, um, Flowers. I do. I do. But I particularly love Rooting for My Baby to this day because it's a song about rooting for your baby, you know? Um, when, when I know you're and I can tell it's not your best side. No, good morning, good day. Anyway, but my, and I stand by this. In my humble and honest opinion, Miley Cyrus is one of the best vocalists of the crop who was born post-90s. I, I give it to Miley Cyrus. I give it to Tiffany Evans. 
and I give it to Ariana Grande. In my opinion, of the 90s female singers, like those are the three that give it to me the most. Like that's the 90s female singers uh, vocal trifecta, vocal trinity. The and I feel awful saying that because compared to Whitney, Selena, Mariah, it's like, mm, not really. But I, th I, I, I think they are exceptional. And also, singers don't always show everything that they can do. Because particularly today, people get caught in a sound. And they have to stick with their sound and stuff like that. But w the times that I've heard Miley and Ariana and Tiffany Evans singing outside of their sound, in addition to their sound, though, they are exceptional, period. Anyway, all right, hashtag Verse TV family. And please, please do. Check out my albums, my EPs on SoundCloud at Aaron Mack, A-A-R-O-N-M-C-K. Check them both out. The first album's in, I'm, I'm testing myself on the fly with this. <laughs> my first album is entitled Patience is a Virtue, the Aaron Mack EP. And the second album is entitled Selfie, No Filter. I got it. Yay. All right. So I will um, see you all on the other side of this um, video. So the first topic is coming up. And that is share, subscribe, share again, and please click like. And thank you very much. All right. 242. Hashtag PayShoreTV241 at JSETI. Hashtag VerseTV241B. One of the biggest lies that we've been told about love is that you'll find it when you're least expecting it. And by the way, if that happened to you, that's beautiful. Like, that's awesome. I yes. love that for you. And I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but I think that lie keeps people single because it stops people from making effort. Effort working on themselves, effort working on finding the right person, effort on creating love. And I think the reason why that lie keeps people single the most, and I was talking about this with a friend just yesterday, we were talking about the idea of how you don't stop loving when you move in. Mm. You don't stop loving when you get married. You don't stop loving when you've been together for 10 years and you're celebrating an anniversary. It takes constant effort. So now we're saying, oh, well, it's not going to take effort to find love, which means we're training ourselves to think it's not going to take effort to stay in love. Mm. One of the biggest lies that we've been told about love is that you'll find it when you're least expecting it. All right now, Jay Shetty. So, yes, and I still 
love Destiny's Child song, Love, I Do, from 2004, their album, Destiny Fulfilled. I love that song, Love. And I'm not going to lie, it starts off with Beyonce singing about how she had given up on love. I, for a real man, I had given up on love. I didn't think a good man existed in this world. I was tired of searching because relationships I dealt with in the past couldn't fathom being monogamous. But when I least expected it, I found you. And because of you, I know how it feels to be. Oh, I love that song. Oh, yes. And I... I don't want to say I miss, but I do miss Beyonce also using that lower register when she sings. But but I, I get it. I, I get it. I get it. And I love that song. And for the longest time, oh, for the longest time, for the longest time, <laughs> yes, Billy Joel, but for the longest time, I would that would be one of those songs in my mind, you know, that and also Katy Perry's song, uh, Movies, if it's not like the movies. But I, I, I would be exactly like Jay Shetty said, and that I'd be like, if it's not perfect from the very beginning, that means it must not be meant to be. And I guess I have to, and um, the gay dating coach posted something cute about this earlier today but um i i was like i guess i have to just not look for love and maybe i'll find it eventually or something and then it'll just be perfect and magic and just work like magic and ah goodness that goes back to me and how i used to I used to think, and no, I'm not going to go on to R. Kelly's I Believe I Can Fly. I used to think that I could not go on and life was nothing but an awful. Anyway, but yes, I used to think that if I did a good, a great job with oral sex on the first night, that he would stick around and love me. He was supposed to love me. He was supposed to love me. He, he loved me. And just like Jay Shetty said, it works for some. And for those who shutting your eyes off and hoping for love and wow, it just appears. That's marvelous. Same with me and the oral sex on the first night. Never worked for me, never ever worked for me, but it works for some. So cool that it worked for them. All right. My closing thought on it is true love can manifest unpolished. All right, comments? Are we ready for the next topic? Not yet. Well, please get ready so we can hurry up. Okay. All right. Yes, you have enough time to run to the restroom right quick, and then I'll Okay, you're back. All right, thank you. All right, hashtag Verse TV family, let's do it.
hashtag attraction trigger at Mike Machero hashtag birdstv 241c Welcome to I Can't Believe That Happened Dating Women Edition. Everyone in my evangelical heterosexist environment told me that the way to trigger attraction toward women was to date women. So eventually I did end up dating a friend of mine. This would be attempt number two. She was super cool. We've been dating for a few months and one night we were making dinner in my kitchen and she told me that she loved me. Oh God! And I knew in that moment, I can't do this anymore. Cause for me, I was genuinely trying to see if I, some kind of attraction toward her would trigger and like somehow fire off. Be straight like her. Which sounds absurd, but the cognitive dissonance is real. I can be straight. Is that straightness? But at that moment, it became very clear, I am not experiencing that. And for someone to be in such an incredibly vulnerable and beautiful experience and be alone, I was like, I can't do this to her. So I broke up with her. The irony is not lost on me. So here's the deal, if you're somehow a straight person watching this, <laughs> And you know gay people, let me tell you right now, despite what your pastor says, do not tell them to date somebody of the opposite sex. That will only create two victims and nobody wins. Welcome to I Can't Believe That Happened Dating Women Edition. He's absolutely right. And yes, that would create two victims. And dare I say that a little piece of misogyny plays a role in this misogyny is in everything it's in everything but a little piece of misogyny to the extent that we don't mind telling a man who's same gender loving gay to just go ahead and date a woman you know and you two can find your way oh my gosh i have so much to say on this topic Ugh. Oh, uh, I got that from uh, Doja Cat. Anyway, but yes, I agree, but it's tough, especially to the extent that I remember back in the day when I dated the woman I always say is the woman I would have married if I was a heterosexual man. I was genuinely into her. I, I was, you know, and it's not like I'm genuinely into... I'll leave it at, I was genuinely into her. I was. And I genuinely wanted us to work. I think it is like my, I was talking with a family member of mine about it not too long ago. And um, I, I, I do think it is for the best that it didn't work. Nevertheless, I was sincere in my attempt to have us work, you know? And... Uh, again, it, it's good that we did. It's fine that we did. And I remember this dude, sp speaking of the church, uh, I met a man at church, you guys. Oh, my gosh. And he was so beautiful, and he was so thick, and just, uh, y'all know I love him thick. He was short and thick, too. Anyway, but, but like, short, not sloppy thick, but just short and you know, built. And he went with our church to a church outing. And he actually, at the church outing, he was so, 
brave. He was so brave. And if anyone from the church, that church, actually um, remembers that time, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. But th that's also because he was openly gay, which I was just too afraid of. I was afraid at that time. But he was brave for being out and I didn't know he was out at the time that he was cozying up to me. I, I still remember, oh my gosh. And part of the reason that I, I get so emotional, I get so emotional, babe, is because I'm thinking about how it was some trip and we were just walking around DC and how free I was and how much I loved going on long walks. And I, I'll get back there. I'm going to get back there. Yes. Yes. Positive thoughts, positive work. I go to the gym, y'all, every week. And, um, but yeah. He, he was cool. And what I say is, church, don't make people miss good potential matches just because you, you're, you're, and I get it, you're, you're following doctrine or whatever, but don't do that, people. Don't do that. Don't do that to people. And I will say, maybe he wasn't the one for me. Um, well, no, I, I know the answer to that question. Anyway, anyway, but um, I, I will say, and no, I, I don't even, if things weren't as negative as they were, and, and if, I was also in a different place because I was not ready yet. I was still in my stage of throwing dudes away because it wasn't immediately perfect. I, I didn't know at that time how to work through things. Anyway, nevertheless, I am happy where I am and where I'm moving forward. Yes, church, don't make, uh, and I'm reiterating, church, don't make good potential matches be missed. But I, under Ooh. I understand that for some of the older people in, in the church, sometimes the perspective is, especially for those who are very passionate, vehement, vehemently opposed to gays in the church, I understand that sometimes, sometimes, part of the passion comes from the fact that you yourself are actually an example of somebody who you changed your direction, you know? Maybe you were with, when you were younger, you had the hots for and were really connecting and working things out with Jadel, but 
next scene. And that is a really arbitrary name that I brought up, Jarrell. I'll say Jarrell. And, uh, you know, may maybe when you were younger, you and Jarrell were really working things out and everything, but your church at that time came along and said, you know what, you need to change. And since there were no other examples of people making it work outside of the traditional heterosexual connection, you decided that you had to drop Jarrell and you put in the work to change who you were and make that change. And I don't want to, I'm sorry that, that things were like that at, at your time. And as an older millennial, I get it, you know, because there are, We're all working to make progress. The key is we have to make progress, you know? So yeah, th things weren't as good back then as they are now, but we have to look at the good things. Yeah, perhaps you're, I don't wanna say stuck in, ooh, goodness. Cause I, I know of suffice it to say, see the good in things being better now. Don't try to make it worse for the next generation because it wasn't where it should have been, where it could have been for you. You know, I'm 40, you know? And I'm, anyway, yeah, you know, I'm happy when, when I see the young 20-something gay connections married with kids, making it happen at a young age for life. Now, I'm grateful that I have the We can do it, okay? I'm not saying dump your wife. I'm not saying dump your husband. I'm just saying, be happy that progress is being made and maybe, just maybe, you can find your place somewhere now in that realm of happiness. I don't know, maybe you can work something out. I don't know, but it can. Don't add to the negativity in the world. Put positive out there. Put love out there. Let people live love. The hashtag Verse TV family, yes or no, is have you ever dated someone of a gender other than your most preferred gender? And my answer is yes. 
nevertheless, I will say I did really like her. I did. And I also agree that it was best that we did not progress. You like that rhyme there? Ah, you, you like what I did? Best that we did not progress. All right. Comments? Can we move on to topic D? And I have a special surprise for y'all for topic D. All right, get ready. Topic D, here we go. Like, share, subscribe again. Like, share, subscribe, and share, and share again. And don't forget to click like, please. And thank you. Yes. Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, aka Basic Complex Today. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Reset. Two for two.